0: JMU denied. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Price Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, big news of the day JMU, uh, Jacksonville State, and Tarleton State, all in the same boat, apparently, all denied to automatically qualify in a bowl game, I guess. Well, you know, they don't get the waiver to compete in a bowl game unless uh, not enough teams qualify. All right, it's not the most sexiest headline. So uh, we'll get to who will win the East now and then more Week 12 preview. So this all starred, the news came down today. Pete Thamel, among others, from ESPN. Postseason waivers for both Uh, James Madison and Jacksonville State will be discussed and likely decided on tonight, per sources. There's four different NCAA committees involved in the waiver process and a decision should come tonight. And that was at just around noon Central Time. He said Jacksonville State has yet to clinch a spot in the CSU title game but filed a waiver request on Monday in case they earn a spot in the game. All right. Then it came down later uh, tonight that sources, Pete Thamel, it came down 10-6 Central Time. The NCAA postseason waiver requests for James Madison, Jacksonville State, and Tarleton State were rejected today. The NCAA Division Division I Board Administration Committee made the final decision, which echoed the conclusion of the three other committees that met on it. Both JMU and Jacksonville State could still play in bowl games if there's not enough 500 teams, which most people that look into those things say so. All right. Do we get to hear from the NCAA on this? This is the one thing that I I just don't like with, you know, like uh, officials, right? If you made a bad call or if I think you made a bad call, I want to know what you saw. All right. Here's the replay. I know you didn't get the replay, but you can clearly see how wrong you were or what were you thinking when you were making that call? Or, you know, when we get, you know, it appears, um, you know, difference in targeting. All right. I fully believe if you put five referees with the same play, they'd all come up in a room, all separate rooms, same play. They'd all come up with a different ruling for targeting. Then I want to hear why, right? It's one thing uh, professionally, although you should hear, we should hear from the, the the umpires and the officials professionally as well. But when these kids, you know, either drop a ball or commit a penalty, or, you know, do something foolish, you know, they got to stand in front of their locker for the most part and answer the questions. Why don't these guys who are getting paid do it, right? Why don't, you know, it's their job. If you can't stand there for 10 minutes and answer questions, maybe don't do the job, right? Same thing with the NCAA. Why can't we hear from the NCAA? Why didn't somebody come out and say, this is, you know, this is the decision I haven't seen, and this is as of, of, Wednesday night, everyone's just saying that they rejected it. Like out of hand, you know, do we get a rationale for it? I don't know why, but we never, we don't even know who. It's just these committees. Well, who? Who's deciding? How did this happen? All right. And so I'm sure we're all cut up, but just to make sure we understand. So JMU going from FCS to FBS, you know, agreed to a two year waiver, meaning they would not be a full member of FBS. Uh, up until the 2024 season, meaning they can't play in the Sunbelt Championship game and a bowl game without not enough teams qualifying. All right. So last year they won the East, they hammered Coastal, and never got a chance to play Troy in the Sunbelt Championship game. So this year, April, they went for the waiver. They got denied again. And now they're off to this, Amazing start, right? They are 10 and 0. Have a couple of tough games left, but they're 10 and 0, and could be going to a new year's day bowl. And as much as that's important because of the money involved, again, I do believe without anyone telling me it's really important for uh JMU to play in the Sun Belt Championship game. And once you get the Sun Belt is following the NCAA's lead. And so once the NCAA would have relented, then the Sun Belt would have relented. And also, by the way, when JMU wrote this last time to finally, you know, get involved, because they haven't been doing anything since April. You know, anything you've heard about JMU is somebody else doing it over the last few months. Not been JMU. This past week, it's been JMU. Uh, but that's it. Uh, and so um, they you know, we're trying to, you know, get into a, they wanted to play in the championship game. They wanted to play in the Sunbelt championship game. Yes. The new year's day bowl is nice uh, and would be thrilling for sure, but they wanted to, you know, raise a banner to say champion. All right. And now they can't do that. Uh, Shane Metlin from uh, the daily news. Re- I want to get this right. I never get this right. Uh, the daily news record. I did get it right. Okay. Uh, uh, JMU is moving on at this point themselves. All right, this is Jeff Bourne. Uh, He is the AD. At this point, it's unfortunate for the young men on our team and our coaching staff and our fans. We'll turn the page and concentrate on the next chapter. That's concentrating on a great weekend here at JMU with College Game Day. Pat McAfee's show is coming on Friday. Uh, Looking forward to a great game this weekend and being able to finish our season strong. All right uh now it appears it's going to be in the hands of jace Myers, the attorney general of virginia can he do anything remember this all has to happen within a couple of weeks right you know this weekend and then the next weekend is thanksgiving and then the championship games the week after that right it's 2 weeks from saturday so he got to make a decision here quickly so we'll see what virginia does the I presume the NCAA is ready for them to sue. And, uh, and unfortunately for JMU, they, the NCAA, may have the leg to stand on, right? Because this is what they agreed to. There was no, you know, you can build, build on top of what you're doing, you know, with the amount of money that you have or the facilities that you're building. You know, there was nothing that the NCAA changed or that JMU could do to get qualified, right? Again, this is not, you know, one guy is uh, granted the waiver over here and another guy is not granted a waiver over here, right? It's not like the Tez Walker situation at at Carolina where all of a sudden North Carolina decides to sue and poof, he's eligible, right? It's not like that, right? Also, you know, we'll get to this, right? It's kind of... Again, this is not a situation where JMU was eligible and uh, it was taken away. I think they should be eligible. I've been saying that since the summer. I think it's a ridiculous rule. Uh, I understand they agreed to it. I don't really care. They should be eligible. Having said that, right since July, all of the other teams, Coastal, App, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, ODU, Whomever, saying, all the coaches are saying, don't pay attention to JMU at the top of the standings. All right? If they're at the top of the standings, we don't have to worry about them. All right? There are three teams eligible, and we'll get to them, still remaining in the East. One of them, a fourth team, is kicking themselves right now. Uh, but what about those players, right? It's not about because everyone is complaining or the JMU are properly critiquing right JMU fans what about the student-athletes right you're not really looking out for the student-athletes well the other student-athletes at the other schools that were told that if JMU wins they can't go they're benefiting so some student-athletes are benefiting just not JMU's undefeated uh, team is benefiting so Some student athletes are benefiting. And generally, if they changed their mind, now you're taking something away from them. And I'm sure JMU would say, well, they didn't earn it. That may be true, but they changed the rules in the middle of the deal. So again, I think they should be playing. Uh, I've said that from the beginning. I have not wavered. I hear the other part. I hear the other people saying this is the deal. But, you know, being here in Lafayette, I damn well know. That if this was the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, they'd be making a lot of noise that they should get the waiver. And yet I've seen a bunch of Cajuns fans say, well, it was two years. They agree to it. Yeah. If it was the other way around and this was you, you know, it would be the world coming again. The world is against the Raging Cajuns. So I know JMU and some other instances have not uh, endeared themselves uh, to get some help with this being the case. But uh, it is what it is. So. Uh, And it is what it is, is that JMU, unfortunately, will not be playing Troy because that would have been one heck of a football game. (laughs) That would have been – I happen to think Troy's playing better right now, but uh, that would have been one heck of a football game uh, moving forward. All right, so since JMU will not be playing in the Sunbelt Championship game, let's find out who can be playing in the Sunbelt Championship game, and we will do that next. Let me tell you about Jace. Medical. We spent a lot lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses. Who covers, who doesn't. Who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection. And today I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you're covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply even ED generics for say, Alice and Viagra. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I'm thankful for this service. Supply chains issued caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than they were at local pharmacies, I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. Jace Medical, J-A-S-E, medical.com. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, no JMU in the Sunbelt Championship. On a side note, on the Twitter spaces uh, hosted by Scott Watkins and uh, uh, Brady Weiler, among others, um, it's a little bit odd that Troy's not getting any love in the AP poll, right? I mean, they're really good. They did lose badly to K-State early on, and then by two, I believe, at home to JMU, uh, which now doesn't look like such a bad loss, and I think K-State's pretty good, so... Not really sure why they're not getting any love. I would think that Troy would. <laughs> Tulane thinks they're pretty good. I think that Troy would and JMU would take care of uh, Tulane pretty handily. All right, so who can win uh, the East? Okay, so stay with me because if my head hurts, then your head is going to hurt. So JMU is 6-0. and oh, All right, off the top of my head, they have App State and Coastal Carolina. That's correct. This week is App State. Uh, For game day. Okay. Those two teams happen to be right behind JMU. Coastal Carolina is five and two. They play army this week. They play army. App State plays James Madison. And then they get their rivals, Georgia Southern, at the end of the year. That's correct. Okay. So. Basically, Coastal Carolina does hold their fate in their own hands, so to speak, right? If they win, if Coastal wins their final ballgame, and that is at James Madison, they're in, okay? So that means James Madison still would technically finish first um, in the division, but then Coastal is in, okay? okay? They control their fate, so to speak. All right, App State can still get in. Now, remember, they lost to Coastal, so they're going to need Coastal to lose to James Madison, and App State's going to have to beat James Madison and have to beat Georgia Southern. So App State could still finish 6-2 and in the division, and uh, Coastal Carolina uh, would have a loss. So they would be 5 and 3 and App State would be well App State would still be in for in uh, in second place if they win both ballgames. Remember Coastal beat App. That was the game where App looked like they were going to win it and fumbled and Coastal Carolina came away with the victory. Okay. Now, Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern is 3 and 3. <sighs> they did um Lose. Let me see here. Let me make this sure this right. Hold on. Um, well, no, they have App State. Okay, they beat Coastal Carolina. Okay, Georgia Southern. In fact, Coastal lost to both Georgia teams. So, if Georgia Southern wins out, they're five and three. It doesn't matter if Coastal is five and three because they win the tiebreaker. And obviously, if Georgia Southern wins out. That means App State has at least one more loss. <laughs> so, Coastal Carolina can win the East. App State can win the East. Georgia Southern can win the East. And these are all some really good ball games. Last year's Georgia Southern uh, App State ballgame was phenomenal. Um, Coastal Carolina and Tim Beck, as others have suggested, Tim Beck deserves some Coach of the Year recognition. I mean, they were in last place and playing with now a third string quarterback, and even their fourth string quarterback had to take a snap uh, last week. And they have a shot, a really good shot. Now you're going to Army. That doesn't, that has nothing to do with winning the Sun Belt, but they're going to Army this week, playing up in the cold in upstate New York. Um, And then come back and do they host the Dukes? They do host the Dukes. They do. So that'll be big. All right. Everyone. (laughs) Yeah, so everyone will be, I mean, you will have, um, you know, that depending on what App State does. Now, if App State loses, if App State loses, then all of a sudden, and Georgia Southern wins, Georgia Southern's got to win. If Georgia Southern wins and App State loses, then all of a sudden, you know, Georgia Southern beats App State. And then uh, Coastal would need to loot. James Madison would have to beat Coastal. All of a sudden, Georgia Southern is rooting for James Madison to take down Coastal Carolina. So, again, you can have Coastal. You can have App. You can have Georgia Southern. Now we need to look at (laughs) who's going to host would be the next thing. Now i got to figure that one out because – you would think Troy would only because, well, Troy's got a better record. So, Troy's going to host. All right. As of right now, Troy's going to host. I Just just look at their record. I was going head-to-head, but Troy's got a better record. Right now, Troy is 5-1. and one. I guess that can change. Um, still have a couple of games left, including this weekend's game against the Cajuns. But uh, right now, Troy has the better record. They would host. All right. You know, I don't have a good feeling on any of these ball games. So Coastal will be overall eight and three, and James Madison. I mean, why? I'm not sure huh, if you think James Madison was. If you think James Madison was motivated before, wait till they play this ball game. All right, I don't know how. I don't really know how App State can use that against them. But good luck to Sean Clark and the Mountaineers because JMU is going to be pumped up to show the NCAA in America that they belong in a big bowl game. So I would probably think the Dukes would take out App State. Then it's a matter of Coastal Carolina playing the Dukes. I, I, I have bet against Coastal Carolina in Conway, and it has not worked out for me before. Obviously, everything will be riding on the Dukes in that ballgame. That'll be their last game of the year they'd be going to a minor bowl game. I guess you'd get excited about going to any bowl game. Um, so it wouldn't be their last game there. they would probably go to a bowl game. They're just not going to a new Year's six day bowl or the Belt championship game, unless the uh, attorney general can work his magic. It would be tough for me to believe that a third string quarterback is going to be James Madison. Georgia Southern has a real shot at going to this thing. <laughs> just Georgia Southern. If somehow you know, and oh, here's the fourth one. And I know this segment was long. ODU should have beaten Coastal Carolina. That was a huge comeback for Ethan Vasco. That's a bad loss by ODU. ODU is three and three. They should be four and two. Coastal Carolina should be four and three. That's a good job by Coastal to win that ball game. Bad job by ODU to let that one go. Nonetheless, I just can't see Ethan Vasco beating James Madison. I know there's no Jalen Green, but that's a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow. That would be a tough, I'd be shocked at that. Georgia Southern has a real shot at being three and three and sitting in fourth place of going to the uh of going to the Sunbelt Championship game. All right. I don't think that would be particularly close. Who well they played Troy. Who else has uh, Troy played on the other side? Uh, Georgia State, twenty-eight to seven. Again, I, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't think that was going to be too close, but that's just me. All right, let's take a timeout. That segment went long. Uh, we'll come back, and again, a quick preview of Week a twelve. It is time to tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily sports daily sports fantasy. Just you against the numbers. Instead of battle, battling thousands of other players including players and sharks, you pick more or less than 2 to 6 player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had Winning up to 25 times my money this football season, and now I can play during basketball season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and watch uh, and place your entry. Testing my skills on prize picks this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills. You can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. You get quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. PrizePix offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select player projections of up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. Go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use code LockedOnCollege college for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash lockdown college and use code locked college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, so those uh, segments went long. There we go. And I am fading a little bit. Uh, Let's check out if these lines have changed. The Cajuns and Troy line has gone up like two and a half points since it came out at 14. The last I checked, it was 16 and a half. That's a lot. Two and a half points up from Sunday afternoon to late Wednesday afternoon. Uh, yeah, still 16-and-a-half. South Alabama line is down uh, ten and a half. and uh, hosting Marshall. Uh, and those teams still have – South Alabama has a shot at six wins. Marshall has a shot at six wins. One team is going to get six wins this weekend. And the Cajuns still have a shot at six wins. Those are three more teams that could go bowling from the Sun Belt. Georgia State is already – Uh, They have their six wins, and they are heading into the Tigers' den. They're taking on LSU. It's a 31-point spread. The question is, how long is Jaden Daniels going to play? You know, even if he puts up a lot of numbers, is it picking on somebody? It's not exactly picking on somebody your own size. So, uh, good chance to play uh, at night in Tiger Stadium. Thrill of a lifetime for the Georgia State kids. Marcus Carroll can shine a little bit, 1,200 yards on the ground, 12 touchdowns, and you know, among the nation's leaders in yards and TDs. Uh, so go at it, Georgia State. See what you, you know, show, show LSU what the Sun is all about. And, you know, even if you don't, you know, you got a shot at playing Jaden Daniels uh, this season. All right. Ole Miss uh, taking on Monroe. And the one who talk about maybe saving your job the last couple of weeks. If Southern Miss beats Mississippi State. Oh, buddy. (laughs) I mean, you can't fire the head coach because the head coach is already fired. But Will Hall, uh, the fighting Will Halls, are playing much better the last couple of weeks. They did lose to App a couple of weeks ago, beat the Cajuns in overtime this past Saturday. They're playing at 11 a.m. in Starkville. It's on ESPN Plus and SEC Network Plus. I just have a feeling that Southern Miss is going to be jacked for that game. Mississippi State, I guess, is playing for their coordinator or their former head coach. You know, Zach Arnett, um, Mississippi State's favored by 14. I kind of like Southern Miss. I mean, Mississippi State, (coughs) they have scored a total of Am I counting that right? 20, 33 points in four weeks. And that includes a win. They beat Arkansas 7 3, lost to Auburn 27 13, lost to Kentucky 24 to 3, and lost to AM 51 to 10. So that's 13 and 13 is 26, and 7 is 33. All right. And the one thing that Southern Miss can do now, they can score a little bit. All right. They can score. Watch for that upset. I (laughs) talk about a way to finish up the season. Who does? I mean, I'm not even sure it matters who they play after. Who do they play after? It's got to be a uh, Sunbelt team, right? Uh, It's Troy. Well, that does matter. (laughs) I mean, God, could you imagine if somehow Southern Miss wins the final four games of the season and that's our final three games of the season. In this case, it would be four because they beat Monroe. But if they beat the Cajuns, Mississippi State and Troy, oh man, what a quite what a turnaround. Uh and then all of a sudden my projection comes right. I kind of said, I didn't kind of say, I said they could end up being five and seven because they got, you know, Tulane and Florida State. Uh and uh Mississippi State on the schedule. So yeah, I don't know if that's feasible, right? The next, the tall, it's still a tall taxes take down Mississippi State and Troy, but we shall see. All right, we'll do more preview, more in depth preview of the games on uh, for Friday's episode. Uh, thanks again for watching. We're continuing to grow. I'm your host Dave Schultz. Uh, I do feel bad for the JMU kids. I really do. Uh, I think they should have been playing. All right, I think it's a bunch of old people making a decision. That they don't have the guts to stand up and say, this is why we made the decision. We're just going to, you know, do like a little stamp and say denied. So thanks very much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Have a great Thursday, everybody. And we will talk to you on Friday.